Hello and welcome to Keep Going and Growing. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I'm your host, Neve Stone, and I'm a 21-year-old student in my second year at the University of Edinburgh, and I study geography. This is a fun, chatty and informal podcast where I discuss a huge variety of different topics such as mental health, wellness, personal development, university, travel, sustainability, and yeah, just whatever I find interesting. I make this podcast have fun and share my passions, and I hope to encourage others and myself to look for the positives in things. I want to find ways that we can all keep going and growing as we navigate the challenges of life, but also pause to recognise the beauty in the chaos. This week, we're going to be doing something very, very fun. I'm really excited for this. We're going to be talking about the worst first date stories. Now, I've talked about on this podcast that I love listening to podcasts with these kind of like story episodes, particularly ones such as What We Said, On My Mind, these type of things. And yeah, so I'm really excited because as I say, I love listening to these types of episodes. So I'm very excited to make one myself. And yeah, so Worst First Dates, I thought with it being Valentine's Day and such recently, you know, this week, I just thought, you know, I was thinking about love, I was thinking about dating, and I realised that it might be quite fun to talk about worst first date stories. Now, unfortunately, I don't really have any worst first date stories to share of my own. That would not take up a whole episode, because I've got to say, I haven't really been on that many dates. I've been with my current boyfriend for four years, so there wasn't a huge amount of time to date before that. So I thought I would go onto the internet and find some worst first date stories for us all to have a little laugh at. And yes, so I'm going to be reacting to them for the first time and sharing them with you. And yeah, I thought this would be good fun and just give us all a good laugh. Hopefully you had a good Valentine's Day, whether or not you were celebrating with a partner or not. And you might have had a little Galentine's, I don't know, but you obviously don't need to celebrate Valentine's Day. But that was kind of the inspiration behind this week's theme of worst first date stories and inspired by lots of other podcasts. I'm definitely not the first person to do this, but I just think it's a really fun and funny, funny type of episode to do something a bit different to what I've done before. So yeah, I'm excited. Thanks for joining. This week's quote, don't let yesterday take up too much of today. I really like this quote. It really resonated with me because I think I have such a tendency to really dwell on the past and just let it take up the present moment. And, you know, you're not in that moment anymore. It's already happened. It happened yesterday. It's in the past. And as I say, I'm just not very good at letting go of things, especially if things haven't gone particularly well. I think I just hold on to those feelings that I had in that moment and I kind of take them with me into the rest of the day into the next day and I just think I don't want to do that anymore I'm a bit sick of that it's not really the way I want to be I don't want yesterday to be yeah clouding up my today and I think I need to learn to just be better at letting things go getting on with things and 
just living in the moment as well I think I really struggle with just being present and living in the moment I think that often I just yeah I don't know for whatever reason I just naturally am not the most I don't find it natural to me just to like be in the moment I just find it quite hard I think I'm always thinking back to the past or thinking ahead to the future and I'm really trying to work on this and to learn to just be more present and there's definitely ways that I found that have been helpful I think reading is a really good way to do this because although you're not well you're reading about someone else's life and it's a whole different world but I just think when I'm reading I sometimes my mum sometimes my mind does wander but I really try to not let it and you know if I'm really stuck into the book especially with fiction I find it easier just to really get stuck in sometimes with non-fiction my mind definitely does wander more but yeah I just think that's one activity I do where I'm really present and in the moment because I have to be in order to read and focus on the book and imagine all the things that are happening so I think that's a really good example of a time when I feel present and yeah I think just so often in my life I'm trying to distract myself and do like a million things at once and multitask and I think you know I feel like I'm always just doing something and thinking about the next thing moving on to the next thing I've got to do this later I've got to do this this and this this is my to-do list and I think I just want to like step back for a second be a bit more present and just let things go not be always thinking back to the past forwards to the future and just be like okay what's happening right now how do I feel right now I know I felt that way yesterday but today's a new day how am I going to go into this day with a different mindset and just neutral and just having a fresh clean slate each day and so yeah I don't want to let what happened you know in my past just affect the current day the current moment that I'm in I want to be present and just really soaking up everything there is to be soaking up in that moment and just yeah I just want to be in the moment and it's something that as I say is not very natural to me but I'm really trying to cultivate that mindset and really work on that so maybe this is something you need to hear today as well but let's all try to be a bit more in the moment because we only get one life we only get to experience each day once and although that sounds obvious that's something I've been thinking about a lot lately and just like I'm never going to have this day again I might never come to this place again like I I don't know I just think maybe it sounds a bit morbid but I just think it's trying to push myself I've been trying to push myself to just really be more in the moment so yeah that's just a little bit of what's been on my mind what I've been thinking about trying to be more present and in the moment because I feel like time just goes so quickly and just flies by So I'll read the quote again. Don't let yesterday take up too much of today. Let's all try and be present and in the moment, guys. Try and be present and in the moment as you're listening to this podcast and not trying to think of a million and one other things at the same time. And I'm guilty of it, but let's try. Okay, so book update. I finally finished reading The Night Circus by Erin Morganston. And I give this book three stars. It's such a long book. It's about 500 pages. I just felt like it was kind of unnecessary details. And my flatmate gave me this book. It's her book. And she did say to me, like, you know, it's okay. And I was like, oh, well, I'm going to just give it a try anyway. But for a book that's so long and that just took so long to get through, I just don't know if I really feel like it's the best thing to recommend. I know it's quite a popular book and on my Goodreads a lot of my friends have got this as like want to read and such so just a warning that it is a long book and 
I think it's definitely got some really fun elements in it and it's a really good concept but I do think like it could have been a bit better I don't know but it's good it is good honestly I just I really liked the magic and all the characters the timeline was a bit confusing and honestly all the different characters were a bit confusing and (laughs) sorry I'm really hating on this book I did actually enjoy it I mean as I said, I think by the end of it, though, I was just like, I need to be done with this. I've spent so much time on this. Like, I was just ready to go on to the next thing. So The Night Circus, I would recommend. Despite what I've just said, I would recommend if you're into that kind of, like, dark magic. And it's quite intriguing. And there's a lot of mystery. And it's about a boy and a girl who are brought up sort of learning magic and they're put in competition with one another but they don't really know it and they're kind of training for this unknown competition and there's a circus that they are involved in and yeah it's all quite ambiguous I don't want to give anything away but that's the basic gist of it and there's this yeah this circus that kind of travels around the world and people love the circus and yeah it's very popular and there's a lot of sort of hidden things going on within this circus. The next book I'm about to start reading because I literally just finished The Night Circus this morning, but I'm now going to start reading Mrs. Hart's Marriage Bureau. Bureau? Bureau? I hope I'm saying that right, but this is by Sheena Wilkinson, who is a good friend of mine, and this is her new book, and I'm very excited to read it. It's her first adult fiction. She normally writes more like teen fiction and such and I've read a lot of her books and loved them so I'm excited to see her take on a different kind of genre and yeah I'm very excited. I've been hearing about this book for a while while she's been writing it but now yeah I've got my own copy and I'm very very excited to read it. So I'll keep you updated on what I think of that. In terms of life update... I have had a really, really good week. I had some stuff with different societies and I had something called Just Lunch, which is with the Just Love Society that I'm a part of, which is like a Christian social justice society. And I'm hoping to be on the committee for that starting rather soon. So I think after Easter, I'll be starting on the committee of that, which is exciting. And I think I'm going to be their global coordinator, but it's not all been fully confirmed yet what the roles will be. But anyway, that's exciting. So we had a really nice lunch all together and everyone just brought a little bits and bobs and we're just chatting and having a really good time. And it's nice to get to know people in that committee and that society better as I'm going to yeah, be taking over. And then it was my friend's birthday and she had a really fun dessert night. And again, like everybody just kind of brought their own stuff and everybody shared. And that was really, really lovely. And it was really nice just to be able to celebrate her and her birthday. And dessert night was a good, a very good idea. Not something I've had before, but it was very fun. We played a massive game of Mafia. That was really good fun. And then a friend of mine was visiting for a few days. So I was showing him around the city. We went to Nando's and... We went to Pizza Hut and we ate some good food and we also just, I just showed him all the classic tourist spots of Edinburgh and that was really fun and I always love showing off the city that I live in because I like it a lot here and yeah, we went out in the evening and we ended up at a place called Stramash which is a really cool place in Cowgate in Edinburgh and it's like a music venue and they have live music every night and it's just really good vibes and they had this Scottish band 
and we were really enjoying it. And then, yeah, I, at the weekend, I went on a little day trip to St. Andrews, which was really, really fun. And I'd never been there before, but it was a really nice day. We had really good weather and we were just walking around, my friends and I, and we just really enjoyed it. And it was very easy to get to. We got the train and then the bus and yeah, it was really good fun. And I would recommend going if you're looking for a cute little day trip. We just did a bit of shopping. We went to the Botanic Garden. We just, yeah, just wandered around, explored, went to the cathedral, the castle, all that kind of stuff. Although a lot of that stuff is is very different to Edinburgh. A lot of it is like ruins that have been sort of preserved. But yeah, it was really good fun. And Monday evening, there was the Christian Union. They did like their AGM for their committee because that's all kind of committee stuff is going on a lot at the moment. And we had a little Kaylee afterwards, which was good fun. And I have a very love-hate relationship with Kayleys. I mean, they are good fun, but also just <laughs> you get so hot and sweaty and like it's very tiring. And yeah, I did <laughs> I did enjoy it, but yeah, it's it's good fun, especially if you've got a good partner, it's you know, who's good fun to dance with. So and it was obviously Valentine's Day, and I went to some drinks at my friend's flat we had like they were having a little like flat party so that was really good fun just caught up with a lot of my friends and yeah it was gonna be galentine's but actually there ended up being a good mixture of boys and girls there it was just a really nice night so that was really good fun and that's what I've been up to really I've just been yeah having a really good week I've watched some good tv I watched a year in the life I finished watching a year in the life which is like the spin-off of Gilmore Girls and that was really sad like coming to an end of that and being like okay that's it like Gilmore Girls is officially done now for me I mean I, I know I can always rewatch, but yeah I mean not for a while but I think yeah I really enjoyed the whole Gilmore Girls and then A Year in the Life I think that was like a really special thing they were able to add that on afterwards it's set like 10 years after the show and just kind of like follows up on how all the characters are doing after the show and then I also watched the new season of Emily in Paris, which was really good fun. And the scenes are never long enough. And I mean, it's a completely ridiculous show, but I love it. And it's just so funny and it's very easy watching and it's very dramatic. And yeah, so I really, really enjoyed that. And yeah, that's basically a little bit of what I've been up to, what I've been doing. So I'm excited today to share with you some of these stories. As I say, these are not my stories, but ones I found on the lovely internet because, do you know what? When you search this up, when you search worst first dates or worst first date stories, let me tell you, a lot of stuff comes up. People have had some pretty terrible dates. It seems to be a very common experience. So if you're sitting there like, oh, I've got a terrible worst first date story, then, you know, you're not alone. It seems to be a rather common experience. So maybe you actually went on a Valentine's date on Tuesday and it went badly. I don't know. Maybe you've got a very fresh, maybe this is very real, very raw for you right now. But I hope this episode just gives everybody a bit of a laugh and I know I will definitely be laughing. So let's get into it. We were waiting for a table at a restaurant It was a nice summer evening. We stood outside. We were having a nice conversation, waiting by the door with a few people to go into the restaurant. The hostess opened the door and told us that our table was ready. 
<laughs> he lifted up his leg and farted so loud that the other people stopped their conversation to look at him. With a big smile on his face, he said, I just didn't want to do that inside. I turned and walked away. I mean, any bodily function's always going to be, that's always going to be a no. I think that will probably be a common theme in this episode, people just being gross, especially men. I mean, women can be gross too, but I think men have a have a greater tendency to be a little bit disgusting. I went to meet a guy for the first time at his house. There was a pile of toenail clippings on his coffee table. It wasn't just one recent clipping, it was many from many occasions. Out the door I went. Yeah, again, just guys being gross. What What's with that? And I'm sure not all men are gross, but that that's pretty disgusting. Toenail clippings, like not cleaning them up. Like I get it, we all have to clean our we all have to clip our toenails, but let's oh, that's that's not good. I had a great date with this guy. We spent the day on his boat and then we went to dinner. At dinner, he hit on the waitress, got her number, and invited her on the same boat, all right in front of me, with no shame. I was really crushed. That's pretty horrible. That's a not very nice thing to do when you're literally on a date with someone and you ask out someone else to do the same date that you've just been on. That's that's pretty, I mean, the audacity, honestly. I feel like all of these are like women writing about men. That might be a common theme in this. Maybe, maybe it's women who are having the worst first dates or maybe it's just women that are sharing about them. I was on a first date with a guy who worked at my bank. We were both musicians and went to a fun dive. I don't know what a fun dive is, but anyway. It was a good time, then abruptly he said, let's go grab some fresh air. We stood outside a bar and a car with a couple of girls in it drove by us slowly. He did this big over-exaggerated wave. I asked if he knew them and he said, yeah, it's my ex and her friend. I told her to come by so she'd see me with you. Oh, okay, well that's that's an interesting activity on the date. I mean... Yeah, that's a bit weird because that's a bit of a rebound date. He definitely is not over. Definitely not over her. We met on a dating app and went to dinner at the lamest restaurant ever. It was like a nursing home. He told me about every health condition he had along with gross details. As he was eating soup, strings of cheese kept getting stuck in his beard. He never wiped his mouth once and then burped really loud. I excused myself after he asked me to taste his soup. No thanks. Yeah, that's not great. That's, again, just a man being a bit gross. And I do feel like beards are a bit of a risky one because I think, you know, beards can look really nice. But yeah, if someone's got something stuck in their beard, that is not, that's not very attractive. So not ideal. Also, telling her about all his health conditions, that is a bit of a weird thing to do on a first date, like go into detail, like gross details about your health conditions. Hmm. We met at a restaurant for dinner and ordered a couple drinks and entrees. He ordered pasta. He began eating his noodles with his hands. I was so shocked. I said nothing, averted my eyes, asked for my dinner to be packed up, paid for my part of the bill and made an excuse to get out of there. Yeah, eating with your hands, like pasta. That's that's not okay in in any circumstances. I had a first date with a girl who told me, Actually, I'm engaged, but I'm not 100% sure if he's the right one. So I'm going on a few dates to see if I change my mind. Ooh, okay, well, there's one about a guy writing in about a girl, switching it up a bit, but she's engaged. That's that's not great. That's not really what you want on a first date. Somebody who's actually already engaged. Ooh, I feel bad for the guy that she's engaged to because he obviously does not know that she's 
dating around to see if she wants to be with him. I had a first date with a guy who worked at a shoe store and all he did was talk about shoes and spend the entire time guessing what size feet I had. That's mm, an interesting, interesting date. I mean, he obviously just didn't have anything else to talk about. He obviously just didn't, like, his whole personality must just be working at this shoe shop and people's feet sizes. He must just not have a lot of personality going on. I met up for tacos with a guy who told me he thought I would be fatter. He then got mad when I wasn't offended he had called me fat. When I asked the server to bring me the bill for my half of the food, he got mad again because I wasn't letting him be a gentleman. Hmm, that's an interesting way to go into a first date by first off telling somebody that you thought they'd be fatter. I feel like there's never any circumstances where you need to comment on somebody's weight. And yeah, I don't even know. And then getting mad that she wasn't offended. She's obviously just confident and, you know, she knows, she knows, you know, that what you have to say really doesn't make any difference. As she should. She should be confident. I had to pick him up for our date and he complained about everything. My car, the way I drove, my music taste. Then he said, my friends really want to meet you. I need them to know you're real. Oh, that's interesting. Does he have a tendency for making up girlfriends, making up women? That's a bit weird. Also, complaining about everything. Again, why would you do that on a first date? You're trying to make a good first impression to this person and you're just complaining about everything. Hmm. Interesting. She kept talking about her ex. I asked if she wanted to get back with him. She said she didn't know and showed me a picture of him. I couldn't leave fast enough. Okay, no, fair enough. If she's just talking about her ex the whole day, that's, that's that's not really on. And the fact that she didn't even know if she wanted to get back with him or not. She clearly did. Like, and then what was she just showing you the picture for like approval? Like, oh, what do you think? Would you get back with him? Like, do you think he's attractive? Like, what was she what was she trying to achieve by that? I don't even know. So weird. I went on a lovely date with someone I met online. We had a great time. After we finished dinner, she discovered she had 15 missed calls from her family. Apparently, her mum did a Google search on me and found out we were actually cousins. Oh, well, that's a bit awkward. That's I mean, at least she, at least the mum called, at least she told, she tried to tell you guys, you know, like, please stop, you're on your date with your cousin, but isn't that weird that you had never met her, like, if she was your cousin, surely you would have met her, you know, sooner than that, and not on, not in a dating context, but honestly, that's such a weird coincidence. I had a dentist appointment that day and got a filling, they said the anaesthesia would wear off in a couple of hours, it didn't, I didn't want to cancel the excuse that sounded fake, Sat across from him drooling out of one corner of my mouth. But now we're married. Oh, that was quite sweet. They ended up married. So he obviously wasn't too grossed out by her drooling. However, I think I went on a first date with someone and they were drooling. I mean, even if it was, even if it was for the reason she had that like her mouth was literally numb. I still think I would, I would find it off-putting if someone was drooling. But anyway, he obviously wasn't put off by that. So good, good for you guys. Glad that that one actually ended up, things ended well. Everybody ended up happy. I was waiting for my date when an older couple asked me for a ride. My date came up and said, sure. We drove them home and they asked us to come in. Date said, sure. I pulled him back and asked why he wanted to hang out with strangers. He said, you don't know these people? And we bolted. That's just the classic, like, you've just misunderstood. Like, (laughs) he obviously thought that you knew these people. So he was trying to be nice and, like, help them out. But that, yeah, okay. 
Fair enough. Doesn't actually sound like the worst first date ever, to be fair, because like he was just trying to be nice and like give these people a ride home because he thought that you knew them. My friends fixed me up on a blind date. Turned out to be my landlord, and I was a month behind on rent. Yeah, okay, that's <laughs> that's pretty bad. Again, like with these coincidences, like what are the chances you get set up with your literal landlord, your cousin, and then you know someone set up with their landlord? Like how are these coincidences? How are these coincidences happening? Like, you guys need to get out more. Are you just in, like, some really small town? Like, how is this happening? The only thing my date could talk about was war and how proud he was that his country was one of the invaders. His country invaded mine. That's a very odd thing to talk about on a first date. Like, maybe he's into history, you know? Maybe he's into, you know, the past and wars and stuff. But that's very weird to be going around talking about it and being like, really proud of it that's really odd that's a major red flag like is he just a big fan of colonialism and war and violence (gasps) cancelled last minute with the excuse i was sick when intuition told me he may be too keen spent the night hiding in a closet as he tried to break into my apartment to see if i was okay he tried to break into your apartment that's actually crazy okay yeah she her intuition was right there she definitely did not want to be Oh, that's so weird how she just knew that there was something up with this guy. That's so, that's so crazy that he, oh, that's not nice. That's like a horror story. I went on a date and took her to the cinema. When I paid for drinks and snacks, she held her hand out for the change and then proceeded to put it in her pocket. On the second date, we went for dinner. I left cash for the tip. She picked it up and pocketed it. No third date. Yeah, no, fair enough. Why is this girl just going around picking up money? Like, your like it's your money like the change was your change and she just and then you left it for the waitress and okay yeah no this girl it's a good thing he got out of there he asked me how I wanted to die I said in my sleep he said no that's not gruesome enough he also tried to kiss me three times which I had to dodge I ran away from him actually ran lol I love how they just finished it off with a little lol I mean do you know what I guess you were trying to just <laughs> make light of the situation, trying to just like, lol, you know, when something happens, you're like, ah, I don't even know how to, I don't even know how to do this. But that's so scary. I mean, first of all, trying to kiss you and you had to keep dodging. That's not cool. You know, there was no consent there. You clearly weren't into it. And then asking you about how you want to die. There's so much to unpack here, but asking, asking how you wanted to die and then saying it's not gruesome enough. That is pretty that is terrifying honestly that is a terrible first date he kept talking about his friend drew drew doesn't like bananas at the farmer's market drew needs a beer at the barn then it hit me his name is andrew he's talking about himself i paid for my beers and left second to last gym guy date second to last that didn't put her off enough so she went she went on a a date with another gym guy yeah gym guys are always a red flag like not don't get me wrong like I'm not talking about any man that goes to the gym but I'm talking about any guy who's like that's his whole personality like gym 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 like he's got nothing else to talk about his social media is just like videos and pics of him at the gym like get out of there just don't even but the fact that he was referring to himself in third person that is very weird um bit uncomfortable that's not really a normal thing to do took me rock climbing and wouldn't let me down until I committed to a second date. I lied just so I could get down. That is, that is like, 
master manipulation. You literally, you're stuck up there and he won't let you down until until you agree to go on a second date with him. That is an interesting, like, why was he even asking you at the, like, did he plan this? Like, this seems like it was calculated. Oh my goodness. A blind date took me to his family reunion and introduced me to this long-term girlfriend without warning. The whole night, I didn't know if I should say something. It wasn't until his grandma came up to me and said I have good hips for babies that I said anything. Oh my goodness. That would be terrible. Like, I don't, honestly, if I was in that situation, I don't even know what I would do. Like, because I feel like you can't just get up and leave. Like, you should. But, like, I don't, I don't even know. That is terrible. That is so bad. Like, he just didn't give you any warning. Like, he didn't even say, like, okay, by the way, look, like, can you just, like, cover for me? He just, like, launched into it and didn't even tell you. I went to the art museum with a guy and he laughed like a child every time we saw a piece of art with nudity. He even applauded for a statue of a nude woman. I mean, <sighs> that is a bit weird. Like, tell him he needs to grow up. Like, there's a lot of nudity in art. Like, you can't really go to an art museum without seeing nudity. Like, did he just want to go there to, like... I don't even... I don't even know, like, what... <sighs> I don't know. Maybe he just felt really awkward, but, like, he needs to grow up. Like, that's just... Like, it's art, man. Like, it's just, you know, that's part of art. It's just inevitable. Sounds like you're dating like a 16 year old boy. Like mentally he was 16. The guy kept calling my kids, our kids, and said my ex-husband should walk me down the aisle when we get married. Wow, that's a lot for a first date. But like talking about getting married and also referring to your kids as both of your kids. Like when they, no, that's weird. That's weird. Like he's a bit keen. And he's very, he's very, you know, it's the audacity for me. Like, how is he just assuming that, like, you're gonna, you're just gonna be like, oh, yeah, totally. Like, oh, yeah, let's do that. Like, no, that's not gonna, ha that's just weird. That's so weird. He had scabs on his face and kept picking at them and flicking them on the table. Oh, anything, anything like that is just, why, why would you do that? I don't even understand. At dinner, he went into great detail about how to skin a deer. Afterward, he took me to see Alien vs. Predator and spent the entire movie spitting dip into an empty cup. In the car, he tried to kiss me. I dodged the kiss so fast, I bashed my head on the window. Yeah, okay, that's that's less than ideal. I can't believe you got... I can't believe you bashed your head. Oh, that sounds like actually one of the... That sounds like a horrible night. Like, the fact that you got hurt. Met his wife on the first date. Did not know he was married. Yeah, that's that's pretty bad. Like, did he? He just what he he just like introduced you casually to his wife. That's that's weird. Asked me to buy him a gun. No second date. I'm not surprised. I'm guessing this was in America. If not, like I don't know. I don't know. That is scary. I was five minutes late for the movie. He got impatient and entered alone. We were at the same movie in different seats. At the end, we met at the exit, shook hands and left. Wow. He obviously really wanted to see whatever this film was. He was like, not. he did not want to miss a minute of it. Like the whole point of going on the date was to be there to spend time with you. And he just was like, no, no, it's all good. I just want to go see this film. Guy pressured me for months into going on a date with him. And when I finally said, okay, he brought his mum. 
wow that's that's um interesting I mean maybe he was really nervous and he just wanted his mum there for support but that's a bit weird like yeah no that's that's not really the date vibe bringing your mum along is not it's not great. Also, the fact that he like she he pressured you for months into going on a date with him. You finally said okay. You literally just gave in because this man just kept asking you. Like that's that's less than ideal. He proposed in a mall food court. I wasn't aware it was a date. He was still dating my best friend's sister. When I mentioned that, he said he wanted my answer before dumping her. I'm sorry. There's so much going on in that. Wait, he's dating your best friend's sister. And he, prop he proposed to you. You didn't even know it was a date. I'm so confused. And like he wanted your answer before he breaks up with this other girl. There's so many things wrong in this situation. I don't even know how to. I literally am shook. Oh, I was. I was on a date and he picked me up to go to a barbecue restaurant for dinner. He ordered a large bowl of sauce. Barbecue sauce and ate it with a spoon like soup. Just the sauce. Oh, that is gross. That I, I can't even... Like, barbecue... Any sauce, just... It's a no from me. Ah, uh, uh, what? I thought it was a job interview. Did you get the job, though? <laughs> How did you think it was a job interview? I'm so confused. I invited him round to watch movies and talk. Pete spent the whole night flirting with my sister. No, not the sister. <gasps> That's so bad. Oh, please, no, not the comment, not the follow up comment being to whom he is now married. No, that is, no, that's so bad. The guy kept bragging about being a highly ranked Yelp reviewer and proceeded to review the entire dinner as such. Needless to say, there wasn't a second date. Mm, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Took her to Buffalo Wild Wings. Didn't realise she was a vegetarian. Mm, okay, yeah, that's not ideal. Maybe just always choose somewhere that has options for different dietary requirements and not just like, you know, a wing place, like a wings place, a beef place. I don't know. Just somewhere that is just not other dietary requirement friendly. When he asked, so you didn't Google me at all? I mean, do people Google people before a date? I don't even, in this internet era, I guess they do, in the internet age we're living in, but I've actually never Googled anyone I know. Maybe I should. He told me since I didn't listen to the Rolling Stones much that I would have to listen in small doses so one whole album wouldn't overwhelm me. Okay, that's a bit weird. Why is he so worried about overwhelming you? Where it just asked for our drink order and he requested chocolate milk. Honestly, it's a bit childish, but that is that is hundred percent. That's hundred percent something my boyfriend would do. So I can't really comment on that. No, to be fair, I'm not sure he's ever ordered it in public, but he's a big chocolate milk fan. So, oh my goodness, that's so bad. That's quite funny. Like. It's a bit of an ick, I guess, if you've just met someone and they order chocolate milk like a child. Like, is it coming out of, like, those little cartons that kids have? Because that, that's going to be a no. Okay, well, I think those are... I think that's going to be the end of the worst first date stories. I really hope you enjoyed that. And... <laughs>
<laughs> I know I certainly did. I got a good laugh out of that. So yeah, hopefully you guys have not had any first dates as bad as this. But if you have, then message me. Let me know your worst first date stories. I'd love to hear and have a good laugh. So yeah, I hope you guys are all having a good Valentine's week and feeling loved no matter who that's by, by your family, your friends, whoever it is. You all deserve to feel loved and happy. And remember what I said earlier, let's all try to be more present and in the moment. And yeah, so I'm hoping that none of you are about to go on any worse first dates. But if you do, just remember, it's always a funny story to tell your friends after, even if it's horrible at the time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Perhaps you learned something new. If there is anything you want to talk to me about following on from this episode, then you can get in touch with me on Instagram at at KeepGNG underscore podcast. I always love to chat to you guys. I upload new episodes every Thursday and you can find me on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe to make sure that you see the new episodes. There is a link in the show notes to my social media. You can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at at keepgng underscore podcast. And if you are a reader like me, then go and follow me on Goodreads. If you have a moment, it would be amazing if you could leave a rating and review for the podcast as this helps others to find me and I just really love reading them. I hope you all have a great day, a great week, and I will see you next Thursday with another episode. Bye.